just a little taste just a little taste to wake y'all on up out there that was chris patrick with up now right here on vocalo radio and i have chris patrick and dende in the building with me man y'all are in chicago how's the love been so far for both of you i love chicago this is like my second home for real for real. uh used to be atlanta but i don't <laughs> worked on my whole project in chicago uh, I done fell in love with the food, fell in love with the people. Uh, I like the hoopers out here. They're not like Jersey, but, you know, they still, they still yeah, we get better. that run. We better. I understand. Oh, no, don't do that. 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 Don't do But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been really, really love out here. Shout out Sharks. Got shout out Sharks everywhere I go. Sharks can just sponsor me. I think they chicken is the greatest chicken in Chicago. Now, I could be biased because I ain't been here for that long, but Sharks, I love y'all. Okay. Normally, it's Harold's or Uncle Raymond. I feel you, bro. Oh, you said Sharks. I feel you. You know what's crazy? Sharks we had a blonde amazing. taste test with some chicken, and they tried to confuse me and think I wasn't going to figure out which one Sharks was. I knew. I knew. I knew. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the test between Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Uh-huh. Hey, we had Asar in there, and he got it wrong. Oh, come on, Asar. <laughs> got to put him on the block. Put him on the block. <laughs> I, 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 I wish Asar could have made it today. I really uh, do. Me. It would have been, because I, I can't talk on his chicken taste right, right now. Right, right, right. Without him being here. But True. then, they, let's talk about your taste. You know, this is not your first time being in Chicago as well. So, how you know, how is it revisiting, and what's some of your favorite foods to uh, indulge in when you're here? Uh, I love Chicago. Uh, I honestly came up like when I started making music, listening to Chicago artists like almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always love being here. I like. I don't like how cold it is. I hate that. I'm from Texas, but I do love the food. Like you said, I love sharks. That's I get sharks every time I come here. But one thing that is apparently controversial is I like the deep, deep dish a lot. Mm-hmm. Feel like the deep dish pizza is the best pizza that Chicago has to offer to oh the world. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not, not gonna lie to you, the deep dish pizza is the best thing y'all have. So. Look, I like deep dish too. So you, oh, we ain't gonna Jesus. talk about me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I do, the, the pizza in general is pretty good here. But you, you just spoke on you know you from Texas. You don't really like the cold. And and Chris, you're from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So how does New Jersey meet Texas? And like both of you all click so well. You and Dende, like y'all click so well. So how did the connection amongst you two uh, come about? Uh, to be plain and simple, uh, the internet and the pandemic was the combination for uh, this amazing friendship. Uh, on top of that, we both weird, so it just be working out the way. Like this is my brother for real, for real. So it really wasn't nothing. I think I met. What's the first time I met you actually? Uh, I think in Atlanta. Atlanta. Where was it? Atlanta. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it was Atlanta. It might I don't know. Atlanta. But it feel like I knew bro forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. So how long have you all actually known? You say a pandemic, so I'm guessing three years. Yeah, it's about yeah. three years. Yeah. The first time I ever saw him was uh, before 3 a.m. came out. It was like a video that he was like sitting in front of a computer and just playing that song, and I was like, oh, this song is fire. And I, <laughs> and I hit him up, and I was like, yeah, we got to work on something. Yeah. That was like that was right before or like right when the pandemic happened i think that's when i got introduced to you too, through the internet yeah internet man you know shout out to sar as well you yeah. put me in tune with both of you all and uh i mean what so, was that that studio session like uh for both of you all to finally connect and, and do some music together uh you know it's crazy i think the first time we ever worked on we just sent it yeah. like over like i think right. when i did dark skin <laughs> i think i got kicked out the crib at one point in time and i was in a hotel and i wrote my verse in the hotel recorded it there and then I re-recorded it when I got back in the crib, obviously. But um, we ain't really have a studio session until maybe Atlanta, low key, when we yeah. uh, did the link up at Deontay's, right? Yeah, yeah. that might have been the first time we actually linked up. That's what I think it was. Wow, yeah. wow, that was the first yeah. time I met you. That's the first time I met Barry. Barry, yeah. Uh, Paris Price too, right? Yeah. No, we might have actually linked earlier because remember we went to DC. 
for his video. Oh, that's yeah, right. That was the first Killing time. me slowly. That was the first time. <laughs> Killing me slowly. <laughs> that's my Drake. Hey, it's it's crazy how like how, how you two just vibe amongst others because, uh, you know, I don't even consider CXR a label. Like I consider it so much. Like bigger, yeah. I, can, can I can I say that? I mean, you I can. want you all to speak on 100%. it more because you know people look at it as a label, but the components underneath this machine you all have, the marketing, yeah. even you all being on tour and, and coming here to Chicago to perform, sh show is almost sold out. By the yeah. way, congrats Honestly. on that. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, speak more on CXR. Uh, I guess really to start with the inception of it, it kind of started in my my cousin basement. Uh, my cousin now, shout out now. Uh, it was me, him, and Miz. We started that up. My homie Austin joined, and then from there, the team literally just expanded. And what it's really became is like a family just for fostering all different types of talent. Um, I don't see it like a label either. We kind of just cover all our bases, everything damn near grassroots. Like, we just kind of work on this stuff from the ground up. And obviously, we've received a lot of help as we've been working on this whole thing, but it really is created by the homies for the homies. That's what it's all been about. And to be able to do a tour with, like, my brother and to have a homie Asar pop out, like, for sure, it just feels amazing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's something we've been planning and working. I mean, obviously, I feel like everybody kind of discovered us in the pandemic, so that's three years, but there's another, like, four or five, six years on top of this of just trying to get to that moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to see all this stuff start to come full circle is very, 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 very amazing. So, then, Day, when were you introduced to uh, CXR? I joined CXR, like, the end of 2021? Yeah. I believe, like, right before I dropped uh, Pregnancy Pack. Um, <laughs> Pregnancy Pack had a single loaded, too. Yeah, it's crazy. Go ahead, tell me about it, my bad. But yeah, no, you're good. Um, honestly, it just came from, like, the relationship that me and Chris had started fostering, and then I, I kind of met everyone else, and I started being around them more, and I was like, okay, I actually do feel comfortable uh, with these people. Because, honestly, before I joined them, there was another person I was probably going to go to with management, mm -hmm. but it just, he wouldn't have known what to do with me <laughs> as right. a person. Like, he's very good at what he does, but he wouldn't have known what to do with me as a person, like, just outside of the artistry mm. like and these people are people that i actually trust and i don't really trust many people that i would like Thanks. i would sit there and like i would tell them anything about myself i would let them help me with my career which is something i hold really close to myself so i yeah i just i love csr this is this is where i'm supposed to be at what's some of the the biggest uh i'm gonna say like what what's a, a big main goal for cxr and like the next i'm gonna just say five years i don't want to stretch it too long but you know what's a a big goal you all are, are working to achieve uh, I hope I don't misquote uh, the values of anything of everybody, but I feel like CXR eventually will become uh, just as big as the uh, TDs and the Dreamvilles. That's the goal. You know what I'm saying? We want to be able to literally cultivate a home base for just the next wave of talent to take over the decade. And I'm with you asking about the five years, but for the next like 10, we trying to really just run everything. You know what I'm saying? We just trying to expand, get better, get crazier. Obviously it's a lot of young individuals, but we growing and learning this whole industry as we go with each each and every day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a learning process for everybody. But um I could definitely see that being a thing. Like we got the talent. Absolute classic from Chris Patrick, yes, right? Sir. The gang activity. Off his album X Files. And uh, his vocal radio, Chicago, is on the NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko. Chris Patrick and Dende is in the building. And I heard you mention Elton, man. Yeah. So you you recorded that at the good old classic studio. You know, it's crazy. I actually recorded a majority of that uh, in my cousin's basement, for real, for real. And okay. uh, I came out to Elton Classic and uh, they mixed and mastered the whole project. Uh, I spent damn near half a year in Chicago. I spent like a lot of them first six months in Chicago. Back and forth from here to Jersey, working with Elton. What? And we was locked in, yeah. That is, yeah, you got to lock in to do yeah, that. Yeah, man, I'm very meticulous when it comes to, like, mixes and making sure the music sound right. And mm -hmm. Elton's always being patient and mm -hmm. just making sure the sound is perfect. So, like, I'd really be happy when he 
if you just working all together. What, what even led you to Elton? You know what it was? I always been a fan of bro. Like like then they say like I came up on a bunch of Chicago artists, Mick Jenkins, uh Chance the Rapper, obviously, Saba. Um, there were just so many people that I had seen his like I already knew his work. I had seen a lot of his stuff and I had knew what he had touched already. And uh I think when I was doing the grip tour, was it the grip tour? Yeah, I think uh Grip Tour was when I uh put up a video, I think, or I put up something and he liked it and I hit him and was like, bruh, I'm literally a fan of your work, have been a fan of your work. It would be an honor if I could just have you like you know, are you taking any clients right now? It'd be an honor if I could work with you for real, for real. And we ended up connecting. I popped out, I think, the beginning of 2022, and then we just started working. The, Locked in, bro. Yeah. The X Files turned into what uh you 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 want it to be. You know, with having Elton behind it and recording it in the basement. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Just what I expected him, what what I what I expected it to be, and what it turned out to be, are two different things. Like I I knew it was gonna be great, but after hearing the mixes, I was like, yo. You took this to a whole new height in just ways I ain't even imagined. Like, I put my everything into that. And to watch it get, like, magnified because of a great mix and master, like, come on, bruh. Elton put me on the mad food spots, too, so shout out Elton. Also, <laughs> side note, Elton actually makes really good lemon pepper chicken that I also will go head-to-head with all these chicken spots. I ain't gonna name no Sharks. names. I don't know. Sharks is, like, <laughs> revered in my head as, like, the goats of the city. But uh, Elton makes some fire wings, like crazy it's so fire that when i did my freestyle for like uh, on the radar mm-hmm. i shouted out how his wings was better than like i ain't gonna say their names but he was better than some chicago spots not sharks though. sharks is crazy well shout out i got the elton uh i got to try your wings dog. yeah he nice <laughs> he nice man but that project man changed my life uh really felt good getting into that space um side though i'm trying to become the young boy of my lane like i feel like young boy just consistently puts out great music like great mm-hmm. quality stuff right and I'm trying to do the same thing for my lane. Like, I know what my lane is. You got the jizz, the cybers, all of them. Amazing. Everybody takes their time. I take my time, too. But I'm also living life constantly. I'm sure all these guys are, too. But I'm just taking these moments and I'm putting them into the music. Just, like, pumping them things out. So, like, I'm about to just be feeding the streets with music. I, I want to know what X-Files has taught you. You know, everybody, when I, I, I was an artist myself, and Absolutely. every project teaches you something about yourself. Yeah. And with X-Files doing what it did and, the marketing behind it. Shout out to you on Thank the X Files documents. There's so many people, man. So many people <laughs> are part of that, man. I can't even name everybody, but I appreciate everybody who's a part of that for real, for real. So how how has that like personally uh, changed you? I would say uh, with X Files, I'm with you too. I think there are lessons that do come from every project created. I feel like with that one, it taught me that uh, forgiveness is key, self forgiveness especially. Like as men, you know, we don't know the, we don't know the way through this. Masculinity is such a fragile thing that is scrutinized by everybody, and I can't guarantee you what I'm doing is right or what I'm doing is wrong. However. I know self-forgiveness is key to help me grow. I can't linger too much on things when I do them wrong. And I also don't celebrate the highs too much. It's just like, hey, I live my life. Whatever happens, happens. I live with them consequences. But I know the next day is going to be a day for me to literally become better than I was. You know what I'm saying? So that's everything for me. That's what I love to hear. You feel me? And you you surprise people with like a a quick three track, if I'm not mistaken, a quick like EP. Yeah. That dropped with February? Uh, You talking about um, before that uh, X-Files, right? Uh. I believe no 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 wait wait no no it was after X Files. Let me see. I'm trying to think of my mind. Um, I'm finna go to your Apple Music right. Yeah, let me now. know. Let me let me let me, let me know. It, it looks brand. Look, it's so new. You don't even know. <laughs> you like hold on, y'all dropping music man. without me? It'd be so much music like going on. I I don't need be paying attention no more. So <laughs> Oakland interlude. Oh 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 yeah. So we released the <laughs> Oakland pack, man. I ain't gonna lie. We uh brought out Oakland interlude. We brought out the instrumental because I know people would be like in the same to that joint. And we got a slow down version. Like I was on YouTube one day and I listening to the slow down version of songs. I like doing that. That'd be vibey to me. And I saw Oakland interlude. I'm like, how y'all do this? Mm-hmm. How y'all do this? So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna put it out there. So it's just something to get people through. You know, as we wait 
for the next project, next wave of music, which is coming after this tour. So shout out to that. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you got a, a project title? Uh, you know, because I saw you tweeting about this new project to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So prior to X Files, there was this joint. There's two joints. I actually dropped two projects in a year. Uh, from the Heart One and From the Heart Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Heart Two, I think tremendously changed my life. It opened up doors for me to even be able to be out here with y'all now. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the next thing I'm about to drop is From the Heart Three. I gotta you know close out that little trilogy real quick. And uh, bring some new tunes. What I like about From the Heart 3 is there's a lot of Atlanta on this project. A lot of Atlanta. Like, if you could feel the Chicago. Like, there's a lot of Chicago on X-Files, but there's a lot of Atlanta mm-hmm. on From the Heart 3. And I'm really, 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 really proud about that. I love how you got both markets. Yeah, like, man. You got both markets on the music aspect. I be and trying. Yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I be trying. Like, I, I feel like the coolest part about this tour, too, is I get to visit all the cities that played it you know, big roles in just this project. Obviously, NYC, Jersey, that's where I made the project. Atlanta, I literally spent a lot of time there, you know, working with Deontay, working with Marco Plus. Like, you know, I had a chance to pull up the Cincinnati 80s camp. Shout out all of them, Jay, Eric Gang, Olu, all of them. Shout out them. Uh, Chicago's where we mixed it in LA. I got a, a lot of the homies send out beats from LA. So like, just to be able to visit all these cities, it's love, it's amazing. Now, then, day I just played Flowers. Yes, sir. Off before we crash. Yes, sir. Did you crash yet? Well, we crashed for <laughs> sure. <laughs> we crashed for sure. Um, before we crash is uh, basically a, a love project, a love EP, um, just chronicling different types of love and emotional uh, attachments with different people. Um, we kind of combined it together to make it one story uh, mm-hmm. to get you ready for when we crash because we have an album uh, that's dropping on March 8th, actually, the same day as our Atlanta show. Uh, it's called 95 Civic. And yeah, that that, that album's a breakup album. <laughs> it it sounds like you got memories in this 95 Civic, man. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of candy eaters. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> going down in this 95 Civic for you to talk. That remind me of Femdot. He had 94 Camry music. He did. He now did. you got 95 somebody, Civic. Somebody tagged, it in, tagged him in it when I posted the, the, the cover, mm-hmm. and they were like, 94, uh, 94 Camry, and he was like, uh, yeah, I love two things: R and B and a car name. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you give people uh you know some some description towards what they can expect on ninety five Civic? Um, basically the opposite of what you got on Before We Crash. Not music wise, but like content wise, meaning like lyrics and so- and subject matter. Because that EP is like I said before, it's about love and finding it and holding on to it. And ninety five Civic is basically about letting that love go. Mm-hmm. Um. That album is about. I was engaged like twenty in twenty twenty one, and I am not engaged anymore. Wait, whoa, uh, whoa, and that's whoa, what the album is whoa. about. I wish I had a reverse. But, <laughs> wait, you were you were engaged? Yes, I was. I was engaged. I was about to get married. Oh man, uh, I mean, before it crashed, how was it? You know, how was you know being engaged? Was it a did it you know what did that teach you mentally? Um, that I wasn't ready to get married. Basically, I really wasn't. I, I, I felt like I thought I was, and which is why I asked that question, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to be able to dedicate my time to someone else mm-hmm. um, at that magnitude. And I wasn't, I didn't completely know who I was yet. We were just getting out that pandemic. And I felt like I did a lot of soul searching during that, and I did, but I still didn't know completely who I was yet. So I wasn't ready to like give all of who I am to a person when I don't even know who I all I am is. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you? I know that was deep. Are you yeah. still open to you know? Um, of course, love and and uh, in a in, in a future marriage again. For sure, I love love. Uh, I feel like, um, especially as a, but like as an R and B singer, you gotta love love. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely still out here. You know, how you feel about the R the state of R and B? You know, like I said earlier, I feel like you 
you're doing your thing. You you keeping R and B to me where it needs to be from uh, the sounds to the content you put within your music. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about the state of R and B? So I'm saying it's dead, but. Um, so first of all, I want to say that when you're saying that I, I'm bringing stuff back, I want y'all to know that if you think I'm bringing something back, it's really my producer, Billy Blunt. Billy Blunt is the sauce. If you think you like my music, it's because you like Billy's production. Second of all, uh, I think we're in a good space. I feel like everyone doesn't really listen to uh, the underground artists as much as they should. Uh, and I feel like if you tap into those artists that aren't like being forced on you, mm-hmm. uh, you'll hear some really, really, really good R&B because... I don't think it's just me. I really don't. I love it. I, I love the, 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 I ain't even going to say humbleness. I'm going to say the kindness. Mm. I love the kindness because you're not only spotlighting yourself, but you're spotlighting others. And you too, Chris, you can work with several R&B artists. The whole, t- Byrie, uh, uh, Erica R&B. Officer. Uh, y'all been working with Deontay Hitchcock, who switches it up, give you some rap vibes, some art, <laughs> like, the, y'all are so in tune, even with Chicago. Like, I've never seen a star play the piano <laughs> before. And I, I feel like, all of you together just find this this uh, oomph to get the music out that you all want to make. And it, it's a blessing to have you all here while you're on tour. And uh, before we talk about tour, Chris, you were on Billboard for uh, the 2023 watch list. Yeah. That's a big deal, my brother. I uh, know. That's kind of crazy, right? Did it shock you? Uh, Yeah, it was surprising. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would be a liar to say uh I was expecting that. I didn't even know that was going to happen. But when I seen it, it was uh, really, really amazing. Uh, even to look down the list, like, everybody on that list was special and unique in their own way. And for them to have included me, like, I feel I feel great. You know what I'm saying? Again, it just come down to putting in all the work and uh, just watching these moments become full circle for you. Mm-hmm. And also, real quick, I just want to shout out Deontay Hitchcock. Like, I don't know if y'all peep his uh, freestyle that he did on uh, Bars on I-95. Bro, he done shouted out everybody and their grandmother. Uh, me and Dende was one of the people who shouted out. So I just want to send that same love back to my brother. Like, appreciate you as usual. He going to drop an amazing project this year, too. Uh, love that boy. <laughs> I'm going to go check it out. Hey, you, you were also South by Southwest official artist, I believe, last year. Yeah. And now Dende. Uh-huh. You Turn know, up. representing Katy, Texas. Hello. You, you are an official artist of South by Southwest. Yes, sir. That, I love South by Southwest. I always, <laughs> I love South by man. I, I I've loved South by since I was like really young. Um, it's I feel like it's always a really good opportunity for people that fly in or people that just don't even know who you are to mm-hmm. just see a bunch of different artists get showcasing their their art. Uh, this year we have a CX R and B show. I think it's on March eighteenth. Is that right? We have a we're doing a, a showcase. Last year we had a CXR event and it was kind of a mixture of different genres but this time we're just doing straight up r&b because mm. like you said um there there we are in a state of r&b and i think we're in a really good one i think we're in a uh like a upward a upward uh, trend yeah. of really good r&b so we're trying to showcase that this I, year agree. South by. I agree i agree yes, uh, that's dope for, for chris you to be south by southwest <laughs> this last year did did they this year yeah. the work you all are putting in and now you're on tour if i'm not mistaken it's four city yeah, Four City Tour. What what made you all specifically choose like L.A. the the cities you chose? What made you specifically choose them? Uh, so this is where I feel like uh the the uh the minds come together. Um, we study everything, we watch everything. Um, we know that music in itself is one thing, but the ability to grow in this, uh, you got to really put your heads together. Uh, when we watched Brent Fires initially do his original tour, his manager was saying that they literally studied the statistics and saw where the listeners were at. And they went there. We ain't do no different. We literally watched that and said, all right, we're going to tailor this to where the bulk of the listeners are on this tour. L.A., New York, uh, Chicago, Atlanta. 
I mean, it just makes the most sense. LA, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little nervous. I didn't know what the turnout was. We sold that joint out. So clearly it shows that what we thought was gonna work is working. working. So, you know, that's the whole name of the game. You feel me? Like just trying to build that resume, just trying to show folks that we could fill in, we could we could literally bring out people to these shows. Like it's not just internet and Spotify or Apple numbers, like nah, we really do this. Real talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and now Chicago's on the verge of selling. Yeah, out, so. I, by the by the time we them doors open, God bless everybody who don't got their ticket. I, I gotta ask you, you know, as we cut as we get short on time, gotta ask you some uh some tour questions. Cause this is like you all's first time. Like yeah. this is your first headline tour. Yeah. You all are touring together. Mm-hmm. So uh who who always get up late? who's the, the one that take forever to get up out the bed? Almost throw the schedule off. All right, so he not here right now, but um, <laughs> wait, <is> it? <laughs> if, if we be honest, it's uh, it's the A and R, the homie, the best friend, Miz. Miz is the last one to get up, <laughs> but I'm like right before him, cause like I just like to sleep, cause I know how vital it be for me. But it be Miz, it be so we starting from uh latest to earliest is definitely Miz. Is me right after that, and then everybody else just wake up early. Mm-hmm. Swear to God, swear <laughs> to God, I'd be in the bed all day if I could. What, 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 is Mizzy? Is, is, is he's Mizzy? the one that came in with the shicey last time. Yeah. So Miz, the weird thing about Miz is Miz is awake. Like he'll be awake. Yeah, he'll be awake. He'll be awake. Like when I'm awake, I wake up early. So, uh, oops. No, you good. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up real early, and he is up because I see him like tweet or post something on his story. He just doesn't get out of the bed. Yeah. Like, he'll just lay there until the last second and be like, "But we gotta go. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. We gotta go." Shout out Mizzy. Uh, Shout out Miz. Who, who's the most productive? You know, with y'all being on the on the road. I feel like all of us, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's productive in their own way, shape, and form. Um, outside of uh, beating Dene and Super Smash Bros, like, I'm pretty certain we, yeah, I had to say that, yeah. I had to say that, I had to say that because I'm not yeah. about to let this lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's where a lot of productivity been going recently, but, uh, uh, you know, I think we all productive in our own way. Every Everybody, whether Colin's cotton up content, Noah trying to make a play, Miz running through songs to figure out what's next after the tour, uh, Kev trying to get his sets right, um, you know, me and Dene playing Smash again. I'm better than him in Smash Bros. He's I just want to state that. Like, he sucks. He's not better but, than um, Smash. He yeah. lost. He lost numerous times. I beat you two times the other day. Crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. If this, if this wasn't no clean radio station, it would really get violent here. Like, we'd be talking crazy. But, yeah, you know, outside of that, we all pretty productive. I love the energy. <laughs> I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, are you all flying or driving? Driving. driving. Oh, driving. perfect. Perfect. Who's the scariest driver? It might be me. You think? It might be me. What about some thing is drive? Oh yeah, I, do. <laughs> I don't. I don't get in the vehicle with Mizzy's driving. That's the thing. I feel like I drive the re- most reckless, but I be we get there. Yeah, we get there good. I think I'm also <laughs> the type too. Like I told them the homies the other day. I said, listen, if y'all want to get to Chicago early, it's not gonna be safe. But if y'all want to get there safe, we gonna get there late. And they ain't let me drive. Oh, you can ask them. They ain't let me drive. So I was you, in the back. You the you okay? You drive like Miss Daisy. Yeah, listen, listen. My pop, my pops got me right. Defensive driving, all that. He taught me how to get there on time. He also taught me how to do it in a safe manner, but I always choose a safe manner versus getting there on time. See, and, and I saw the video that you did for Better Than Him, which I do got loaded up. Oh, the way you pulled up with that 90, 95.7. I be whipping. Yeah, whipping. I drive a truck, too. So well, that's you whipped it right on the grass, my brother. I peeped it. Yeah. Hey, Osano, <laughs> he's one of the best truck drivers I've ever seen. He's amazing. He be parallel parking on some craziness. Like, it's amazing. Seriously. What? I drive a truck. I, uh, the, the, bro, the, that Civic is a stick shift, and it's kind of hard to go up the... <laughs> 
It's kind of hard to go go up the driveway, man, because you like it's really Facts. low. They lowered it. I got it from L.A. and they lowered that car, so uh-huh. it was hard to go up inclines. So if Lead I put it. it to the grass, I put it to the grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I appreciate you, brothers, for taking out time to come again, man. Um, I, I wish you all much success on your tour. Thank you. Thank you for making Chicago a stop. Now I can finally see you all in person, yes, do your sir. thing. You got to plug. You got to plug that link again to let people know where to be at tonight. XFilesCXI.com for the link to the show. Get your tickets. If you show up at the door, you know, I'm going to wave for me. I'm going to wave at y'all. I'm going to wave at y'all. I'm going to come see y'all after, but like. I ain't going to wave. <laughs> Today's also scalping tickets. I think they like eighteen dollars, but he will be selling them for a hundred if anyone needs them. Yeah, it's going up. It went from 50, eighteen to fifty. To, yeah, oh, the demand went up. I just got some texts. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this last joint I'm getting into, Dende. You um, oh, man, you, you you got the streets on fire with streets. this one, man. It's called better than him. Better than him. I'm sorry. Please break this down before I get into this. Uh, this song is probably one of my favorite songs that uh, me and Billy ever made. Um. Basically, I was kind of tired of seeing how some people were were treating their girls. And I was like, this is crazy because if it was me, it could never be me because I'm better than him. So I just had to tell them in this song that I am better than they man. You know, this is it. I can't lie, I treat you better than 